Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out here like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Hello, live from MetLife Stadium. This is a special Friday night edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live. My name is John Schmelk here in the Giants home radio booth at the 50-yard line high atop MetLife Stadium. Joined by our punting friend Jeff Fiegels. We have Paul Dettino as well with you for the next two hours or so and taking you through the Giants blue-white scrimmage at the FanFest right here at MetLife Stadium. Guys, it's good to see you. How you mm, be? This is amazing. It's very cool to be back here. We see live fans, music going on. Yeah. The crowd has really got a buzz going and special teams out there right now on the field. John, it really gives you a taste that the season is upon us. Yeah, I mean, last night, if you guys watched the, the game that was on TV, that's the start of it. From now until the end of the season, every Saturday, every weekend from now on, there is a football game, whether it's college or professional football. For don't us get, guys that love football. Don't get Paul too excited now. I know, right? It's yeah. early. Yeah. Yeah, it is early. But I might right. have to jump out of this booth. I'm so excited. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, we're I'm pretty excited. high up, Paul. I would advise against <laughs> that. No, we're not going to let you go through the window, okay? We're gonna, we gotta, you got a strap on here? You're good to go. Well, I so. will say Buckle this. my seatbelt. I would okay. say, depending on how this goes, we, we might be pushing him out the window in about 45 minutes. <laughs> well, that so. thought crossed my mind. Trust me. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. You know, you talked about special teams. They're starting to, they, everything starts off with special teams, right? Practices usually. Right. Games well, also. Here you go. Yep. yep, exactly. So they're doing, uh, Jamie Gillen is doing plus 50 kicks, as we call it, from the 50-yard line, trying to put the ball inside the 10. No no inside the 20 anymore. Remember Coach Coughlin always used to say that? Yep. There's no inside the 20. It's inside so Jeff, the 10. Jeff, talk to me. Yeah, so here You're the is expert here. what he's doing here. I was talking to Jamie about this kick. They're on the... They're on the, the hash that they're on. He's lined up like he's going to go left. Now, he's left-footed. For a lot of those people, you're not going to know that until you actually see the ball in the air. But and Richie James, by the way, just fair caught that at the six-yard so line. So it gives you an idea of who's catching punts down here. So mm -hmm. the whole idea right here, obviously, guys, don't kick the ball in the end zone. Get it inside the 10-yard line. And he's using the Aussie kick at this point, and that's, that's what all the guys do these days. So um, see how he's lined up? The guys, look at He's lined up to kick over here to the left. And then he's going to hook it back over there to his right. And, Jeff, what we're seeing now, too, the Gunners aren't running the length of the field. They're kind of set up at the 20. Explain to me what they're doing. Well, you know, just obviously in a real game, they would be on the line of scrimmage. But this is the point where they're just trying to – they're going down – they're on the 20-yard line. So the returners are taught that the ball, if it's going inside the 10, they leave it alone. 
So the gunners, they, the gunners don't stop, but the returner won't go inside the 10. The gunners go outside them, then they spot the ball, and they're going to try to down it or catch it, and that's what they're doing here. So is this practice in for the gunners to pick up the ball while it's in the air, 100%. read the returner so they go to the right spot? That's exactly right. Okay. And by the way, you have to learn, if you're a gunner, to not look and pay attention to the returner because they will trick you. They right. will not call a fair catch, and they'll, they'll run over there like they're going the other way. So you've got to spot the ball in the air. Now, let's see what Jamie does the same thing. Now he's on the far left hash here. The ball at the 50. And now he's going to act like he's going to his left, but he kicked it way over to his right. And I believe that is the guy. Right, That's a perfect kick. Caught on the seven-yard line. I can't tell who it is from here. we got our binoculars. Let me give you an update. At Michael Jaquette. Like, oh, okay. The cornerback. Yep. So what we'll yeah, do Jaquette. here, folks, we'll talk you through what's happening at practice. Uh, we'll have, obviously, some drills early on, such as these. We'll talk you through that. Once we get to the competitive team stuff, we will talk you through that as well. But the coaching staff has asked that we're not going to give you trick plays. We're not going to give you formations and stuff like that. So this is, and that was another good play. The gunner down that uh, inside nice. the 10-yard line there. Very nice job that time. It was, I believe, Dory Jackson yes, that caught was. that one, right? Number 22. So we're not going to be able to give you things like formation and trick plays and specific player alignment because obviously the coaching staff wants to keep that secret for the right. opponents in the first three games so our first couple games i'm sure you guys appreciate that so we're not leaving out details because we're bad at what we do we're leaving details out because we've been asked to by the powers that be so that's how we're going to go about things tonight folks it should be a lot of fun we won't be taking calls but we will be talking you through everything happening in practice jeff take us through this punt ball at the 40 plus 45 yard line so here. now they switch tasks the ball was on the far right going to his right and now the ball's on the far left and now jamie's going to kick it to the far left so another this is placement right right on the 10 yard line okay and if you're a returner you don't want to do what i just saw and that's drop the football um, that's how you will not become a returner if you continue well, to do that. Richie James has quite a resume as a returner, yeah. but right there he had trouble with a muff. After the special teams drills are over, we will see approximately 30 minutes of first-team offense against first-team defense, then about 30 minutes of second-team offense against second-team defense, and then about 30 minutes of third-team offense against third-team defense. And within the third-team against third-team, we will actually see some live tackling, John. That is the only one of the three team-on-team -team sessions where we will see real tackling with guys going to the ground. You recall the other day Coach Brian Dable said to us he might do some live tackling, but only with the reserves. He was yeah. not interested in doing that with his starting players. And that's to protect your starters from injury. But also, a, a more important point, it gives the young guys trying to make this team live 100%. snaps to evaluate so, Jeff, they can make an yeah. impact in the coaching staff and try to make this 100%. team. 100%. And you know what? There isn't any real, real live tackling in training camps as much as you would like to see it. So somehow, some way, they have to evaluate this other than a game, right? So this yeah. is the closest thing they're going to get to a game, and I feel like it's important for those guys to, to go down there and do the, the best they can. Listen, well, Jeff, can, yeah. real quick, I want to ask yep. you something about what they're doing still yeah. now with these punts. How valuable, you always talk to me about this, how valuable is it for Jamie Gillen to be getting these snaps in the stadium yeah. trying to put the ball inside the 10? Because it is a different field than the practice field, oh, right? Oh, 100%. And, and by the way, I was out at practice on Friday, and Jamie and, and uh, Graham Gano, they came over to the stadium because they wanted to get some practice in here. This is invaluable stuff here, right? I'm telling you, this, you can't get enough reps inside here. Jamie just kicked another ball. This, by the way, th this is going to be his kick this year. I'm telling you right. And that ball down by Cordell flat at the one. So, and, and what's important about this, he's left-footed, okay? Traditionally, left-footer 
punters like to go to their left. But Jamie has this unique ability. They're on the 45-yard line, so they, he has that Aussie kick, and he hooks it over there. So, and it's, he's, he can place this. The guy was a rugby player. So for, for golfers out there, it's easier for a punter to fade the ball than to, to draw, draw the ball. Yes, okay. exactly. A left footer. Yeah. So, but he, he told me that he's, this is his like go zone. He's more comfortable hooking the ball over there Interesting. and out of bounds rather than going over to here. When I kicked, if I was on the right hash, right foot, I'm going to the right. It didn't matter. If I'm on the left hash, I'm going to the right too. So I you're didn't. always trying to fade it to that corner. Exactly. Paul, do you have any golfing analysis for us? No, no. not at all. But I can <laughs> tell you more about Jamie Gillen because yes. a lot of Giants but, fans don't know much about him. They Go ahead. They just know that Riley Dixon was the punter last year. Gillen had three years in Cleveland, career average of 44.9 gross yards per kick, had one kick blocked, and then at the end of last year, in 2021, he was with the Buffalo practice squad. Mm -hmm. That's the connection to Joe Shane and Brian Dable right. and why he is here because after Riley Dixon wound up leaving as a free agent to go to the LA Rams, the Giants were looking for a veteran punter and Gillen was the guy on the street that they decided to call. Yeah, I tell you, this I, I've been watching him since I got here today. He was out on the field really kicking a lot of footballs, but I, every kick I've seen today in this is inside the 10-yard uh, line. Boy, Jeff, that was a good one. That one yeah. bounced at around the 8, went out of bounds at the 1.5 or 2-yard yeah. line, and right down there to make a play on that ball was a wide receiver, Marcus Kemp. So another really good pound, that one going inside the 5 on the bounce. Kemp, a guy the Giants just picked up last week. He had played with the Kansas City Chiefs as primarily a special teams guy. Yeah, there you go. I, I know you love it, Phoenix. Sure, you got it. These guys got to sneak on to the 53 somehow, well, and special teams is the you, best way to do it. You can go back and look in the history of the league, you know, more, I guess, currently the last 10 or 15 years. There's guys that carve out great careers just being special teams players because you know what? Each team, all 32 of them, have to have five or six core special teams guys. And it's important that if those guys realize that can be your job for a long time, you take pride in it and you go do it. And by the way, if you're a receiver or you're a linebacker, you're going to play a backup position. You never know, John. Sometimes you have to get in the game and play your real position. But honestly, some of these guys can make a living playing special teams, and it's great to see. especially. Yeah. And these guys bounce around a lot. You know what I'm saying? So the coach... One coach might get fired, goes to another team, knows that this guy's a really good player and brings him on his own team. And the Giants' best special teams coverage guy last year was Keon Crossan, who was no longer with right, the team. Right. So, so they find will somebody. be looking for a special guy to do it. And Absolutely. talk about simulating a game here. You just had a coin toss at midfield <laughs> with Daniel Jones and Xavier McKinney representing the offense and defense. Looks like Daniel Jones won the uh, coin toss flip, and they will be going from left to right when they return this kick. So, again, we're going to see the first-team offense ball go up against the first-team defense here. And there are NFL officials here, too, by the way. This is a real officiating crew, so we're going to have flags and penalties to really make sure this is a real deal. And to enhance the reality of this scrimmage, the offensive and defensive coordinators have been told no pre-programmed plays. Ooh, they okay. are going nice. to call this night live. Play-by-play play as if it was a real game. Yeah, they have the real headsets set up. The coaches that are going to be in the booth, they're going to be in the booth. The two, the offensive and defensive coordinators are both going to be on the field, yes. according to Brian Dable. Mm -hmm. So we'll keep an eye on that. Paul, do you know who the referee that is here today? I do, do you not have, know. I do not have the name either. Okay, we will try to find that out as we go along here. Well, they're starting off the game like every game. It's a kickoff right here. We'll see to see how they're going to return this. They're yeah. not because Graham Gano was told to kick it out of the end zone. But no, they're bringing it back, but, Jeff. Yes. Platzgummer. Yep. Blatzgummer out of the end zone, and he gets uh, scrummed up around the 16-yard line. Yeah, that's not what you want to see, but I, I think he was probably told, run it out. 
Uh, know? Yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm thinking you're not going to run it out eight yards deep. I'm sure it's not important to practice downing the ball eight yards deep in the end zone, so they're going to want to run that one out. The offense takes the field. You can yep. hear the crowd here. A good portion of the lower bowl here filled up as fans come out here for the Fan Fest. And we've had open practices at training camp, by the way. You want to go to these training camp practices? There are still tickets available, especially for the weekday practices. So get online, Giants.com, check it out. And uh, you can check out the Giants at practice. And you get a really good look at the players at practice. So you get a close-up, a way you can't see them otherwise. So I Giants first-team offense here taking the field, Paul. I was just going to say, that's until a week from Sunday. The 14th yep. is the last open practice. Correct. You get up into that third preseason game. Daniel Jones in a shotgun. He's showing off his legs a little bit, and he gets taken down a yard or two past the line of scrimmage. Supposed to be a quick pass there. Nothing available, and Jones uh, tucked it and ran it. Yeah, and your, uh, Daniel Bellinger was uh, at starting off the tight end. Just want everybody, because you can see him out there. The rookie from San Diego yeah. State. A lot, a lot of talk about him in this preseason. A lot of talk about him maybe possibly being the starter. So we'll see what happens. He did run out there tonight. So. You have the offensive line, right to left, Neil. Um, Glowinski, Feliciano, Lemieux. Lemieux, and of course Andrew Thomas, and everyone wearing their guardian caps in the front on offense and on defense, linebackers, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and tight ends. Ooh. Jones looks left to Dory Jackson, doing a nice job jumping the pass intended for Kadarius Toney around three yards past the line of scrimmage. Couldn't hold on to it. That could have been a pick six if he did. Actually, it, was, it looks like the ball was maybe thrown a little bit late there because, because Adore got a really good break on it. And actually, another pass deflection. I know last year he, he did really well in that category. Now, so. one thing to mention about Bellinger as the starting tight end, Ricky Seals-Jones has been banged up. That's right. And has missed the last few practices, and he's out indefinitely, so not available for tonight's yeah, scrimmage. Gives him and the other younger tight ends an opportunity here, including Andre Miller, who's had some flash plays. The undrafted free agent out of Maine. Yeah, third third and eight here for the Giants. Jones to throw. Blitz. Julian Love would have had the sack. Play is not blown dead. Completion over the middle of Wandell Robinson. Gets outside, and... Gets into positive territory across the 50 down to the 45-yard line. Good pass by Jones, but again, Julian yeah, Love would have had the sack there. Exactly, but, you know, to continue to play in a scrimmage, that's what you're going to do. They're not going to blow it dead. But, by the way, number 17, Wondell Robinson, just goes to show you a little bit of how excited people are going to be able to watch him play this year. That play right there, he probably stopped, he stopped the guys in their tracks and then got a couple extra yards out of little it. Little no huddle, Ooh, Jeff. Man. Jones looking right, throws it a little bit behind Barkley. Could have been an interception, but Crowder. it looks like Tate Crowder couldn't quite hold on to the football. Well, 37-yard pass play to Robinson, and now Crowder, I think, was just surprised that that ball came right into his breadbasket. <laughs> an errant pass by Jones. Yeah, it really was. It was thrown behind, and it was a little bit, again, a late, the late throw. So, But I'll tell you what, you know, Daniel Jones got to get in a little bit of a groove here. And so once he starts getting in there and get that, that pass to Wondell Robinson, that's what you're going to look for all season coming up. Jones in the gun, second and 10. Quick throw. That time it's CJ. No, it's Kenny Galladay. They got the rolled up jersey. So you can't see <laughs> it if it's a like nine 18. or an eight. It does. I believe, is that, was that 18 or 19, Jeff? That is Galladay. That was, yeah, I thought it was Galladay. Yeah. Can't see the bottom half of the it jersey. It does look like an eight, doesn't it? Five yes. yard pickup. A little five yard gain there. So it'll be third and reasonable here for the first team Giants offense at the defense's 40 yard line going left to right. No surprise, quick tempo on offense. Tony We've on seen that throughout the course of training camp. That's not a secret. The Giants do want to run quick plays. Giants going, no, we're going no huddle. That time taking a little bit more time. Jones can't find anyone. Rolls right, looks down the field, just throws it away. 
Nice stop by the defense, forcing a fourth and five. Now, in a real game situation, oh, we have a flag on the field. Looks like we have an illegal contact penalty or illegal hands to the face. One or the other, I can't tell by the signal. It's the one-hand push signal on the far corner of the field, far side of the field, rather, between the... Uh, Dory Jackson doesn't look happy, so I'm guessing the penalty was probably called on him. <laughs> He's having a little conference with the referee, which normally you wouldn't do in a game. But, you know, something that Coach Dable has talked to the media about as far as statistics in a practice and what they want to see out of Daniel Jones, not so much completions, how many yards it is. It's a matter of making the right decisions. And that was a classic example of, of him making the right decision, yeah. throwing the ball out of bounds. And by the way, that, what I was going to say until I saw the penalty flag was that that fourth and five at the opposing team's 40, that's probably a go-for-it situation anyway, to be honest with you. So, yep. But they will have a new set of downs, first and 10 at the 35. Jones to throw again. Good protection. Williams gets there late. Jones had a Robinson on, I believe it was a little uh, deep cross mm -hmm. or deep post, and he overthrew him a tad, and it'll be second and 10. Just needed a little bit more air on that throw because Wendell Robinson was open. He was covered, but he was open. And just, you know, Daniel Jones let him a little bit too much. And again, that's early in camp, trying to get on the same page with your receiver, timing. This is all going to start to get better as, you, as the preseason goes along. And to no one's surprise, the Giants have used a variety of pressure packages on this first series. No surprise. Yes. That's what Wick Martindale does. And we've seen mostly three wide receiver sets as well. Jones back to throw. Good protection. Looks right. A little high. That one for Bellinger. And it'll be third down and 10. Well, a design play to Bellinger there. You could tell he, he, he was blocking it first. And then that little quick release on the outside. I don't know if that's Daniel Jones's first read. Maybe it looked it was like it was. It looked like it was. Yeah. A, it looked like it was a design Just play a right bit, there. A yeah. little bit high in the throw. That's a throw that you know. I think that you got to be able to make. I think that's on a, a first, second down, probably a completion for four yards. Then it brings up maybe a third and short. But instead, they're now third and ten. I'm sure Daniel would would agree with you that that's a pass <laughs> he, he he would want to complete. Yeah. The one to one down, a little more difficult on the yep. scale. Some pre-snap motion here. Now they settle. Another blitz up the middle. Blake Martinez comes. It's picked up well. Jones throws right. He completes it, but short of the first down to Colin Johnson, Paul, who's had a pretty nice training camp. Johnson, a possession receiver, goes about six foot five. We all know he came out of Texas a couple of years ago, was on the squad last season, had some cameo appearances during the regular year. But uh, right now, he is fighting for a back-end spot on the depth chart. Well, all the wide receivers are. It's a very crowded room. Fourth and two now on the 27, and the Giants will go for it. Late substitution, Jihad Ward runs off the field. John, they're calling it a first down just because they want to do a situational mm -hmm. thing ah, here. That was generous. <laughs> Jones runs, gets around Blake Martinez, and he's finally whistled down at around the five-yard line, I think. Yep. No, they're going to put him down at around the six, seven. 10, it looks like. That's where they're going to spot the ball. No, they're going to move it back. There seems to be some discussion. They will mark it at the 7. John, on the previous play before that, when you, when it, uh, they, they actually gave him, gave him a first down, so it was a third down play. Uh, Saquon Barkley, on the blitz up the middle, really had a, a really nice pickup. On Blake Martinez, yeah, yep. That's mm -hmm. something that, you know, everybody say, oh, he needs to get better. Well, that was, a, that was a fine example of him getting better on that blitz pickup. 20-yard scramble for Daniel Jones. Yeah. Outside rush, he stepped up in the pocket nicely. Jones, a little RPO action, looks for Galladay over the middle. Nice I think coverage. the ball got there, it but Galladay could not come up with it. 
Well, Jordan Jackson, Jackson may have again gotten his hand on it. Yeah, that's yeah he a, was there. That's the second pass deflection of this series. And uh, really a nice play. The only place that Daniel Jones could have put that ball, and I thought yeah. it was really nicely thrown. It was a well, very well-covered pass by Adoree Jackson. Well, that's one of those plays where you Galladay with his size and his wingspan try to put it out in front of him so he can reach out and get it. Yep. They'll try it again. From the six, Jones to throw. It's pressured, scrambles right, throws it over the head of his receiver. Running across the field was Colin Johnson incomplete. I think it was a throwaway, John. That's one of those where you live for another day. I want to go back to Adoree Jackson, though, for a second. For those of you who aren't sure if he can step up as cornerback one, last year he set personal best by allowing only nine yards a catch and only 52% of targets to be completed in his direction. He did have a very solid year. Well, he's been promoted to number one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to need him to have another good year yeah. again this year with all the excellent wide receivers he's had to cover. And he's done a nice job in camp guarding the Giants' number one wide receivers. No question about it. Third and goal from the seven. Jones to throw. Pressure. Quick pass outside. Barkley gets it. Adoree Jackson steps up and stops him at around the five-yard line, and it'll be fourth and goal from yeah. the five. <laughs> That's a classic example of a scrimmage play right there, right? So they're going to knock. They're going to they're gonna say he's down, but I'm going to tell you, the way that Saquon Barkley runs, I, I think that might have been a touchdown, but that for, the, for the scrimmage rules, they're going to put him down at the three-yard line, and now it's fourth and goal. We'll see what kind of play we get here out of the Giants. You mean to tell me he didn't want to drop his shoulder into the <laughs> no. DB? Well, and Adore Jackson didn't want to drop his shoulder into Saquon's legs either. Which, by the way, is yes. a smart thing to do yes. for both of them. Exactly. <laughs> that is correct. And if that would have happened, the head coach would not have been happy. One more chance for the Giants. They spotted it at the three, actually. Jones looks right. That back shoulder pass. Oh, incomplete. Him. They oh, call he... him incomplete out of bounds. The Whoa. referee in the back of the end zone calls it incomplete. Uh, Daniel Jones trying to connect with Kenny Galladay there. I'm thinking it was a bobble because it looked it's like the only his way. feet were in. It's the only way is that he bobbled it and did not have control. I like the play. I like the throw. Um, Great throw by Jones. And I like in those situations the back shoulder fade better than I like the corner of the end zone fade. I think that's probably a little bit easier of a pass to complete, generally speaking. Well, the other thing, too, about that play is that Daniels Jones threw the ball where it needed to be because the defender was on the inside of yep. Galladay. Mm -hmm. It's the only place he could have thrown it. He caught it, just unfortunately didn't make a clean catch of it. So we're going to get the number two offense in here now. A tough situation on the three-yard line. Yeah, this is good situational football. You practice this. They'll take over at the three, hand it off right up the middle. Big hole for Matt Breda. And they'll call him down at around the 11-yard line or so, or 10, and that'll give him about seven yards and a lot of room. Well, he's quick to the hole. Okay, he doesn't dance around. And this is a guy that has big play potential, too. He hits that hole very quickly and gets to that second level and can make some guys miss. So these are the twos. Tyrod Taylor takes over a quarterback here for the Giants. And I'm sure they'll rotate their wide receivers uh, around over the course of this second unit being on the field here. They have it second and three from the 10-yard line. Taylor to throw. Pressured. Zimenez gets in there. Taylor looks deep left for Colin Johnson. Does he have it? No, it got intercepted. They're wrestling for the football, and it's they're going to call it a completion. Oh, they're going to move the ball to the 49-yard line. Johnson wrestling on the floor. I still don't have a number on that DB, who he's, who he's wrestling with. I'll tell you in with. a second. Looks like number 44. That is 44 Heslop. there. That is one of their recent additions, Gavin Heslop. Heslop. 
So, wait, now they're going to bring it back? Are they calling it incomplete? Well, I think Ximenez got credit for the sack. And he should have. He was back there. Absolutely, mm -hmm. because uh, they allowed him to get into the right. backfield, and then Taylor held the ball another two seconds before he well, fired. Now, remember, that could have been a simultaneous catch, and if it's a simultaneous catch, it does go to the wide receiver, yeah. but that, that would be in a game situation. You're going to the booth. To see Without he's got the ball on that one. That was I, tough to see. I, I think Wink would be very ticked off if his defense did not get credit for that. Pick. Yes, and they did call it a sack because yes. the Giants will take over now at the five-yard line. Very nice throw, by the way. And I think this would be third. Uh, they're going to call it second and ten. I think they're just replaying the play, to be honest with yeah. you. Uh, and a quick out that time. <laughs> Our rules Taylor, are off at yeah, this, by the Taylor way. Taylor hitting uh, Colin Johnson uh, gets it out to the 11-and-a-half-yard line or so. So it'll be third and about... Three and a half here. They're saying third and one on the on the thing, John. Yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's definitely wrong because we're looking straight on the field. It's definitely third. Well, and three. no. You know what though? I think the markers are wrong because they took over first and goal, uh, first three. and ten of the three yard line. So, so it, it should be third, be third and one. Yeah, but the, the first down markers are in the wrong they're spot. They're changing situations. I think on the field too, yes. John. It's well, very fluid. Yes, I'm doing my best, Paul. I understand. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's not your fault. Oh no, I know that. Third and one for Taylor here. Shocking a blitz. Taylor looks right, puts some air onto the ball, under throws it to Johnson down the right side, who is covered by Michael Jaquette, who is kind of rotated between the second and third teams, Paul, during the course of camp. And now Jeff's favorite part of the game gets to begin here <laughs> not, as Jamie Gillen takes the field. It is. By the way, my favorite part of the game, but not always my favorite position in the game. <laughs> when the ball's on the 13-yard line. Uh, basically, what Jamie's going to try to do here, get some, get some de distance on the football, Give me some direction and try to give me something that's 40 yards or more at net punt. Uh, the ball is positioned, guys. I'm looking. I think the referee is holding the football. Uh, they're missing a guy, which, by the well, way. Well, the ball was on the 12-yard line. I can tell you this right now. This is not a good sign. Thomas McGay, he's yelling at somebody. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, the guy that's running in, I'm going to I'm going to say that that's not the guy that was supposed to be in. Well, he two just, guys just ran in. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what happened here. Those guys were probably on the bench not knowing what down and distance. And this is what this is all about, guys. This scrimmage is knowing the situational yeah. stuff on the sideline just as much as you need it on the field. And look, here comes another guy. I hate to say this, but part of the problem may be that the scoreboard isn't exactly reflecting what the yard markers are saying on the field. Well, maybe for yeah. the fans, but for the players, you're not ever looking at the scoreboard yeah, or coaches, the number. You should know what's going on in right. the sideline. And the coaches are probably yelling it out, too. 100%. Right? You would think so, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Now we're even we're missing another guy here. So, um, and there could be confusion here, too, right? Because players on the first or second team punt unit might be on the third team defense, and then they're <laughs> supposed to be preparing. Like, yeah. I could see where some confusion might occur. Well, So that was definitely a win for the defense. It looks correct? like they got 22, guy, or, yeah, 22 guys on the field now, so we're good. All right, here we go. So we do not have a touchdown yet for either offense on two possessions. Gillen to punt, low snap, does a good job picking it up. Beautiful kick. Right Fielded the around the 38-yard line, and he's knocked around in good coverage, tackled there, returning that kick to Sean Corbin, the rookie running back. So I had to confirm that wasn't the other 25, or Darius Williams. He's in white, though. <laughs> now you guys Williams not practicing yesterday, so I don't know if he's available tonight. A bit, a a bit nicked up. Corbin averaged 25 yards per kickoff return during his three-plus years at Florida State. So he does have some experience returning kicks, albeit kickoffs. All right, you got Davis Webb in the game here. Yeah, this is the third team now. Yep. They're going one by one. 
So it's a bit different than what we were originally expecting to see. Well, we were told it was either the first and the twos and the threes. First, right, second, and third, right. Yep. But I thought they were going to get more snaps for each ah, of the units first. I got you. As well, I understood it, but things are changing a bit. That may have been a sack, John. Oh, uh, yeah. Webb was pressured by a couple of guys there. Had to roll to his left and throw it away. Quincy Roche mm-hmm. was the guy closest to him, and he's had some flash players in camp getting to the quarterback over the course of the summer. Yeah, I thought towards the end of the last season, he was starting to get a little bit of a feel for playing in the National Football League, and he's getting a little bit better here. I think he's going to like playing in Wink Martindale's system at being at that edge rusher. He might have the best pure speed rush, off bend the, the edge, getting off the football right now on the roster. He's a terrific hand fighter. Well, and that's a very big deal. Yes, and you mentioned Aziz. He has not been practicing this summer, which is why I have not did not include yeah. him in my conversation there. Well, we have mentioned maybe a sack, maybe a sack. So, Webb, quick throw left, completes it to Keelan Doss, who cuts back inside, finally whistled down and around the 45-yard line of the defense, about a 15-yard gain there. And they're going to give him all the way down, I think, to the... No, they got to call him down all the way to 49 on the offensive side of the ball. That's a... Are they suggesting he stepped out? That is a very ungenerous spot. It's Cam Brown on the tackle. I'm your spotter right now. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, give him a first and 10 at the offense's own 49-yard line. A low snap. Webb fields it. Quick pass right. Completes it to Alex Bachman. They say he runs around the cornerback, but I think that was a tackle, and they are going to whistle him down here at the 36-yard line. But Bachman did the right thing. He's supposed to keep playing. He ran all the way to the end zone. 15-yard pickup. Coming down and making that tackle was, um, I believe, Gerard Wilson, the safety. Now, one thing about Davis Webb, guys, remember where he came from. He's got a lot of experience in this type of an offense, especially with, I don't know what Mike Kafka has to offer in this sense, but, you know, you look at at Coach Dable and that offense, Davis Webb coming up from Buffalo, he understands this offense a lot. Yeah, he's basically a coach in the meeting room. Yep. Old school I formation. We don't see that often. Run up the middle. You know Tripped we, up, that was um, Antonio Williams. Antonio Williams. Yeah. He missed practice the other day. Good to see him back on the practice field, Paul. You know I when agree. We, you know when we saw that I formation a little bit was on Friday when they had the nine on seven? That's right. Or right. It wasn't Friday. It was Thursday. 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 Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday when they had the nine on seven. Wow, the days are going by. Today's Friday, Jeff. Wow. <laughs> Today's Friday. Yeah, well, we saw it on Friday, too. Yes. <laughs> Just now. Williams spending a couple of years in that Buffalo Bills organization. Again, familiarity mm-hmm. with Dayball and Shane. And it is a complicated offensive system. You don't have as many guys in that meeting room and locker room that understand what they're trying to do. Webb again. Five wide receivers this time. Good pressure by Roche again Ooh. over the left tackle. Tried to complete the back shoulder throw that time, but knocked away incomplete. Intended for... Slayton. Thank you, Darius Slayton. It was tough to see the number there. He was profiled Evans. on me, and it was Evans on the coverage. Darren Evans actually made a couple of nice plays on the ball in the Giants' last practice, or maybe it was two practices ago, he had a couple of pass deflections. Yeah, he did. Back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. In the red zone, if I'm not mistaken. So it'll be third and six now 
from the defense's 32-yard line. Davis Webb still a quarterback. You see seven players at the line of scrimmage. Webb over the middle. Has a shallow cross that time. Connects with Andre Miller, the undrafted rookie tight end out of Maine. Paul, he was a wide receiver in college, and he's converting to tight end in the NFL. Yeah, Miller's an interesting prospect because he showed terrific hands over the course of his career in college. In four years, 93 catches for over 1,600 yards and five touchdowns. Last year caught nearly 40 balls in his final season with the Bears. And one of our favorite callers of all time, Charlie, would be calling and telling us how he Why'd caught a pass, right? Why'd you mention his name? Well, because I just know that he's, only, he's, he's watching and listening to us right now. So, did sorry, Charlie. Did you really need to put him into this cast? Yeah, why not? No, he, he did not. <laughs> Davis Webb hands it off. Nice little cutback run Ooh. there by second-year player Gary Brightwell. Little thud that time Wilson. as he gets through the line of scrimmage. And it'll be second and three from the 18-yard line. That third running back competition is going to be interesting, too, with Brightwell, Corbin, and who's the third guy, Paul? Well, Williams. And Williams, Antonio Williams. Thank you. Brightwell, of course, last year had eight special teams tackles, and that could give him a leg up on the other two guys. Definitely. Tell you what, Corbin has a lot of natural running ability, though. Mm -hmm. He's a very good athlete. Some jukes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Webb now, third and three. This is, again, the threes versus the threes, if you're just tuning in, live from the blue and white scrimmage. Looking right, high throw to the back corner of the end zone, incomplete, overthrown out of bounds. That would be Darren Evans again with the coverage, and that was intended, I believe, that was Darius Slayton again in the corner? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Well, and Evans gonna... using the uh, sideline to his advantage, making sure that Slayton had no room. It was overthrown, too. I mean, it I, was. I, you know, I, I, I don't think if, the, if there was no defender there, I'm not sure Slayton would have been able to catch that inbounds. Third and three. Third and three now. Davis Webb will give this another shot here against the defense. Single high. Webb rolls right on the move. Hits his receiver going across the middle for the first down. Little short cross there. Marcus Five. Kemp. But we have a flag in the backfield, and it looks like that's going to be an offensive hold. They don't give the number, but there was an offensive holding penalty there, so that'll be third and long. Another good situational thing for the Giants to work on. Wipes out a 10-yard gain on third and three, yeah. and that will make coaches crazy, guys. Well, that, that, that play right there is circled. The play, player that committed the foul is circled because, yeah, that's, uh, that negates a first down. And we, they, did, we did not get a call from the officials as to who it was. Now, yeah, I, I don't think the officials are mic'd up. So Now, what they've done here, guys, is they're, they're repeating the play. We've yes. seen this a couple times now. So now it is third and three again. They're, so it will not be the third and 13, Jeff. Thank you. Yep. Davis Webb is happy about that. And Webb did have to scramble right away. So I'm guessing that whoever he made him scramble probably is the one guy that got pulled down to the ground yeah. and then got, got a little the cloth hold. in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. I did not catch who was uh, responsible for that. Webb to throw. Again, he rolls right. This time he's going to keep it himself. Gets past first the first down marker down to the 13-yard line, though, at first and 10 there. You know, a lot of times these quarterbacks, whether you're the second team, third team, what have you, you know, they're, just not, they're just not that good to make it to the first level. 
you know, being a starter, but they're so valuable behind the starter, and especially a guy like David Webb, who, like you said, John, Davis. is based Davis, excuse me, is like is like a coach on the field. And not only is he helping the other players, helping himself, because when he gets up there, he sees a lot more than a lot of guys normally do. Yeah, and he could probably help the younger guys try oh, to make goodness. the team yeah. with the third unit too. How to line up, where to go, how to adjust, things like that. Webb, play action pass, rolls left, hits his receiver. Right around the line of scrimmage, closed on right away nicely by the defender, mm -hmm. and it'll be second and down in around ten. You know, on the that play, Jeremiah Hall. That play there is a rollout. You know, your your the running back is in the flats in front of you, and I think that was Austin Calitro with the tackle, but he has that rolled up jersey, so it's hard for me. To, I think it's a fifty-nine. And what you'd like to do as a quarterback, you have that little outlet of that running back, but you're looking downfield to see if any of the receivers are open. They weren't, and he just dumped it off and got a nice little gain there. Second and nine for the offense. Webb again, looking left. Back over the middle, had his receiver open, Keelan Doss, but he couldn't hold on to it. Wow. You hate to see that. Davis Webb made a nice little sidestep to get back in the pocket. As a quarterback, that's where you want to get back into. That's where your protection is. Took a step up and really hit the guy right in the chest with the ball. Cardinal Sandy tried to body catch the pass. Got to hand catch it, yep. Yep. Now, that one of two things that happens like that. One, the, you're not tracking the football early enough, and at the last minute it hits you that way. But you know, Or you feel more comfortable trying to catch it in there. But that's not a natural catch. A natural catch is with your hands. Third and nine here. First team offense with it again, Davis Webb. Pumps left, looks right, looks for the back corner. One-handed catch by Darius Slayton in the corner of the end zone, but out of bounds, and that's going to be incomplete. Good effort that time by Slayton. Just couldn't come down with it. And there's Evans again in coverage. All right, so you got fourth down now. They're going to get the little work for Graham Gano. A little chip shot field goal here. Looks like going to be probably 30-yarder. Yeah, it'll be a 30-yard kick. You have Jamie Gillen, the holder, on the left hash at the 20-yard line. You know, as much as Graham Gano and how much of a good year he had last year, losing Riley Dixon. Ooh, nice job by Gillen. I think that snap actually bounced back to him. He gets trapped it down, him. and Gano makes the kick. He trapped it, and, and like I was saying, that you know, you want to try to get as much work as you can with Jamie Gillian because Graham Gano lost his holder last year after coming out a beautiful year. So I know talking to Terrence McGay, he... Jamie Gillen's pretty good with his hands. He's an athlete, and there you go. It just goes to show you how important a holder is. Ball was snapped on the ground, and he got it up and put it down perfectly. So what's the conversation now? Gillen goes to the sideline. Mm -hmm. Does he talk to Casey Kreider, who, by the way, is one of the more consistent long snappers in the league? So that, that, that's very unusual for him to have that type Absolutely. of snap. I think, I think, you know, he, Jamie's going to – he's not going to walk up and say what happened. I think that Casey's going to actually tell Jamie, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, Thanks bad, for helping right? me. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's almost like a lot of times when kickers miss a field goal, you don't want to go up to them and go, hey, John, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know what they tell you? Get out of my face. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of leave them on. Just kind of let yeah. them alone, you know? Scoring that game drive. in Green Bay. <laughs> I uh, left Tynes alone. <laughs> 13 plays and 50 yards. Gano hits the 30-yard field goal. Big plays were early passes to Doss for 11 and Bachman for 15 from Davis Webb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a nice, nice job of moving the, moving the ball down the field and on a scoring drive. Got, you know, obviously, there was a couple plays in there that could have went the other way. They had a holding penalty on a third down. That, in a normal situation, would have forced a field goal a little bit further out. But that's what these scrimmages are all about. They're controlled, situational stuff that the coaches want to put the players in. 
So they've given both the defense and offense three points here in this competition. Platzcomer returning this one. Cuts left, gets out to around the 30-yard line on that kickoff return. And the first-team offense will retake the field here as you rotate ones, twos, and threes. John, explain a little bit about the scoring system. I think people are probably thinking, well, what's going on here? Why well, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what the exact scoring system <laughs> well, is Well, make something up. It sounds well, good. No, I'm not going to make something <laughs> up because I don't know what it is. If, it, if the defense gets a stop, they will get credit for points on the scoreboard. Right. If the offense gets a score, they, I'm sure if the defense gets a pick six, they'll get a touchdown. Correct. If the offense scores, they'll get a touchdown. And if the defense holds the other team out of the end, zone, it looks like they're going to get three points. What's so. interesting is that the first two offensive series by the first two quarterbacks, that would be Jones and Taylor, they did not score on either one, but the defense did not get credited for any points. Well, they so got, I'm not sure how that goes. Well, I think they got credit for three points. They just put that up now, Oh, they though. just put it up now? They put it up late. I don't know what the formula is. I'm not sure it anymore either. No, I'm just making Because it up. that's what I thought yeah. it was. Yes. <laughs> no Penalty idea. marker here. It's going to be a hold on the Giants. Well, the Giants went with two tight ends on that pass set Remember, there. Jeff, we're not doing personnel or formations. Oh, hello. Thank you. I got caught up in my game. <laughs> you have like no idea how hard it is for me not to talk about that. How Thank about you, me? I'm the one that's trying to give the play-by-play. <laughs> yes, play. I know. I, know. <laughs> I will. Leave that up to you. There's John. a reason I haven't said in shotgun or under center oh, okay. or gotcha. wide receivers, but left yeah. and right. All right. <laughs> All right, so they will enforce that penalty. So it'll right, be first and 20 for the Giants offense at their own 19-yard line. Jones in the gun. Back to throw. No blitz. Quick little in route there in front of a Dory Jackson completed to Kadarius Tony for a gain of about four. It'll be second and 16. They'll give him six yards on the play. They'll call it second and 14. Good to see John Feliciano playing with the first unit at center, John. Yep. Remember, he had some heat exhaustion issues, missed several days of practice, and then was able to make it back later on in the week. Yeah, he missed almost four or five days. I guess they'll be very cautious, but that makes sense. Yeah, a couple of those days were pretty hot, too. Jones, pressure that time, gets it out. And again, that's Kadarius Tony on a quick hitter. A little quick out route there on the 31-yard line. Just so people understand, it's about 90 degrees here tonight. And the thunderstorms have stayed away so far, knock on wood. Humidity roughly about 50%. It's not bad considering we've had some really scorchers here Is in North Jersey the last couple of weeks. Is it only 50% humidity? It feels worse than that. That's what I got on my phone just a short time mm. ago. I thought you were consulting your farmer's almanac over there. <laughs> no? It's good to see Daniel Jones in his second time around kind of settle in a little bit. You know, that happens. You guys get a little jacked up for that first round and... Well, third and seven here, Jeff, and they were in a hole at first and 20, so we'll see what they do mm -hmm. here. Ooh, oh, draws him offside with the hard count, and they're going to call offsides here, and they'll get him into an... Oh, wait a second. One official's coming in with a false start penalty. Let's see. About three defensive players on the front yeah. jumped across, but okay. no, they're going to get the false start. We do not have a number. Mm -hmm. We only so have a number three. Should, should, I, should I tell you? 12. Yeah, who I was it? it? Who was Andrew it? Thomas. Okay. Andrew Thomas uh, had a little bit of a hitch. Thibodeau came rolling across the line of scrimmage, and, and I think a lot of people thought he was going to get the five-yarder, but then Thomas wound up drawing Well, it's because it. three defenders jumped, and that's why I assumed yeah. it was the defense on the Thibodeau was the one who was more aggressive, though. Yeah. yeah. Who was lined up over Thomas on the play. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, Dable's not going to be happy with the two procedural penalties. Well, the one procedural penalty and one offensive holding here. So it'll be third and 12 for Jones. Oh, man. Julian Lovewood had his second sack of the scrimmage there, but they play through it, and Jones connects with Kenny Galladay at the 40-yard line first for down. the first down. Another one of those plays where it's a <laughs> judgment call by the referee, but... Well, they, they I think for the say, most part, they're not going to call plays dead unless they have to. But I'll tell you what... Uh, for Daniel Jones, stepped up in the pocket, saw the wide receiver, uh, Galladay, open, hit him for a first down, and we continue the drive. So, a little play action. Jones Another over the penalty. middle. Sliding attempt by Wandell Robinson incomplete. But another flag at the line of scrimmage. That's going to be a hold on Thomas. The pass play before, Jones threw a dart after stepping up into the pocket to Galladay. And Galladay used his body to shield Robinson, which is exactly what a larger wide receiver needs to do on a play of that nature. And I'll tell you what, Galladay probably had the best practice, Paul, in my opinion, of his, not just this year, of his Giants totally career. Totally concur. Had two 50-50 catches. Correct. Looked really good yeah. the other day. And he won with his speed over the top, too, without even using his yeah. side on one play during one-on-one. -on -one. So... He's definitely hitting a stride here as we head into the second week of camp. Little draw play up the middle, Barkley. He'll get it down to the 36-yard line. Gains about six to make it second and 14. Yeah, and just so the people know, after that catch by Galladay for the first down, there was a holding penalty on the play, but since the play went, and then they backed it up. So. Yep, first and 20. Mm-hmm. In some ways, now. as much as they're trying to make it true to life, there are certainly some situations we've seen where they have altered the down and yardage count because well, you, they wanted they to see to. something in particular. Yeah, and you want to get the most out of your practice right. reps. Mm -hmm. No question. And that makes sense. Jones, again, second and 13, looks right. Pressure. It went to Wondell Robinson. Looked like he had it, but Julian Love coming in late, mm. knocking the ball out, and it's going to be called incomplete. Nice, nice. Third nice play. excellent play by Julian Love during tonight's practice. And I might add, uh, Darian Beavers came hard and fast on a delayed blitz. You could easily have seen that been a sack. I tell you, the coaching staff really likes that kid. They, you know, he's, he's Well, look, he's a rookie. He's playing with the first team. What does that got, tell you? Yeah, and he's got – I asked Coach Shane about him the other day when I was talking to him, and I or actually – Or John General Manager Joe Shane, you mean? Yes, yeah. That's, who did I say? Coach Shane. Well, Joe, yeah, he, was, he was like a general manager. Well, he's a coach, too, I guess. I just want to make sure the fans Joe, know who you're General manager, Joe Shane. There you go. And I asked him a little bit about positional versatility. Oh, uh, Barkley on the short little pass there. A lot of room. I think that's Feliciano rumbling in front of him about 30 <laughs> like yards downfield. Very impressive. He must be back. That's a gain of, let's see, they're going to give him 13. That's going to be 31-yard gain there for Barkley on the dump-off. I think you're going to see a lot of that this year with a little quick screen like that and get him out in space and make some people move or to miss and go with the first down. That's, that's a great play. So finish your story, Jeff. I'll uh, ask him a little bit. Beavers. You know, last week a lot of people were asking about positional versatility, not only for just uh, Kadarius Tony, but I asked him if there's any other players that, that stand out as far as that type of label. And he said, well, on the defense, I like De Beavers is the fact that he can play kind of inside, outside, whatever you want him to do. He's athletic, and he's got a lot of skill set. So 
He's short gain on that. Short gain on that play for one yard. Go ahead, Jeff. He's going to be a very, very good special teams player. I can tell you that right now. He's got the knack for the football. He's he's quick. Hey, look, Jeff. He's six four, two fifty five. Linebackers are not built that way. That, that, that is like a Carl Banks size yeah, linebacker. Yeah. He and looks like run. an edge player. Mm-hmm. The way NFLs are to Rita players are played today. some safety, some interior linebacker, and some edge at Cincinnati. Over the middle, Jones finds Tony. Goes in the joystick mode a little bit, but he gets surrounded <laughs> and taken down at around the 32. Joystick. Well, not taken down, but simulated tackled at the 32. The joystick, the joystick mode with referees calling people down with touch football is a tough one, right? I mean, it's hard. It's, but he t- attempted it. He did attempt it. And we are going to see that many, many times going into the regular season. Fun to watch. Jones clearly much more sharp in this drive than he was earlier tonight. Yes, passes on target, no question. Jones under center, first and 10 at the 32. Up the middle, Breda gashes it over right guard for a gain of about three. We talked about him earlier, how he really hits that hole quickly. No, they'll give him seven on that, pardon me, Jeff. And, you know, in the National Football League, those holes don't stay open forever. You know, they're not like a 24-hour drive-thru. you got to hit those things quickly. Now, we can't tell you the formation, but I'll just say the Giants loaded up with a lot of beef up front on that play. You couldn't help yourself, could you, Dottino? Well, that's a very no, know, generic gonna... description. No, my, my point being that you're very excited when you see things like that. Yes, I am, yes, John. I know you well, are. <laughs> guess what? Get excited again, Mr. Dottino. Yes, sir. <laughs> on, on second and three. Second and three at the 25, Jones. This time it's Saquon cuts over left guard. And Adoree Jackson gets in there to get the stop at around the 20-yard line. Good for a first down. Oh, running behind the strength of that offensive line and the tight end, that's the where you want to do it. And Saquon, as much as we talk about him dancing around the line of scrimmage, when there's a hole and he sees it, I liked what I'm seeing out of Saquon. Yeah, what I like there, Jeff, I think you hit it. He got into that hole. He had one quick cut and got downhill. Very much so. And, and by the Decisive. way, and that, that quick cut tells you that Saquon is healthy. I mean, he can put that foot in the ground and go. We saw him make two cuts on a juke move at practice the other day, John, that looked like the old Saquon. Saquon again runs left, cuts it back inside. Leonard Williams slides over that time to get the simulated stop after a gain of about three. Second and seven at the 17. Leonard Williams, a career-high 81 tackles last year. Talking to Carl Banks about him, he said, oh, my God, that's a linebacker number when you see 81 tackles. I mean, he had a terrific year against the run. Only six and a half sacks, but it's really unfair to say he did not have a great season because he really did play up and down the line of scrimmage very well. And we've only had two days of padded practice until tonight, Paul, and he's been dominant in one-on-one drills in those two days. Jones looks right, looking for Galladay near the sideline. Incomplete. Uh, it doesn't look like they were on the same page there. Aaron Robinson with the tight coverage. He's, and he's going to have a chance to be the second starting outside cornerback across from Dory Jackson. His performance as much as anyone this season will determine maybe how well this defense is going to play. And he has had a good camp, John. Well, he really has. He's been a little physical. He's got a few flags on him. Absolutely, but I'll take that because you can dial that back easier than you can to get a guy to improve his stickiness. And people haven't been running past him. Very rarely have we seen a guy get behind him. they don't. 
They do not. He's had a couple chances to cover the Giants' number one wide receiver. So. Yep. Jones, this time Galladay beats Robinson inside the numbers over the middle. That's going to be a first down down to the eight-yard line. A again. bullet. There it was again. Yeah. Nice play. Good separation at the line of scrimmage that time by Kenny Galladay on Robinson. Puts his foot in the ground. Is this a little quick slant and little slant into the middle of the field, and there was good separation. Great throw by Daniel Jones, and, and as Paul was sitting here with his eyes and his mouth wide open, that was, a, that was a strike. Yep. Nice quick throw over the middle. And now the second time the first-team offense will get the ball inside the 10. They cannot convert it into a touchdown on their first possession. Jones to throw. Looks right. Into traffic. That pass to Barkley. He could not hold on to it incomplete. Really nice. Hey, guys, so people that are I, I, we're up in the booth. We're very, very high. John and I have our set of binoculars, which, by the way, is, is outstanding if you could ever do this. It's so much fun to watch through the binoculars because you get a close-up view of the game. And I'm watching, I'm watching Thibodeau, and see, that last play was against Thomas. So great matchup and good, good, good competition. Crowder and Coughlin have the coverage on Barkley. They surrounded him pretty well. Yeah. And they may have distracted him. What did you see in that matchup between Thomas and Thibodeau? There well, it was a kind there? of a bull rush. And, uh, and Thomas really held his ground and no separation whatsoever. Jones hands to Barkley this time, and there's Dexter Lawrence, <laughs> who just deposited the offensive lineman to the ground and enveloped Saquon Barkley. I don't know what other word to use besides envelop, because that's um, what he did. I think he just ate him for dinner, John. Well, that, that, that works, too. <laughs> yeah, that's Jamil Douglas that he just ate for dinner. They threw him on the ground and... and don't we've be embarrassed. Dexter, and we've seen Dexter Lawrence do that throughout the summer. He's been big and strong and powerful. He's put on about 15 to 20 pounds since last year, playing some more stuff on the interior. And not, not bad weight, though. No, Brian not Abel at all. has said that he's, he's been in shape. That's Pressure that time along the outside. That probably would have been a sack. Jones scrambles, right? Looks for the end zone, and they're going to put him down at the one-yard line. Okay. Probably would have been a sack, though. I could not see the number of who got in the backfield, Paul. Did you pick that up? I did not. Mr. Binoculars, there, did there, you see there, anything there? There, no, actually was, there actually was a few guys back there. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple. <laughs> I, I know there were. And, and both of them had their jerseys rolled up, so it was hard I, for me to see. I say. actually, after, after we were just talking about Dexter Lawrence, I was <laughs> spotlighting him, and he went at it with Douglas again, and he was back in the backfield. I don't think that it was him that got the sack. But there was definitely pressure out of Dexter Lawrence there, too. Well, this is great situational work, right? Fourth and goal at the one, and no other chance to get into the end zone. Remember, yeah. we had a fourth and goal at the three on yep. their first possession. The defense got the stop. So I promise you there's going to be a lot of trash talking here if the defense gets a stop on the second consecutive drive in the red zone. In yeah. the goal-to-go situation, the boot. Well, you know what I want to see here, John. Well, you know what I want to see? <laughs> they're not going to run it. You, they're not going to run it, Paul. You know that. I know they won't. Because it's practice, <laughs> and they shouldn't. They, well, they've, they've, got to, they've got to do something else. But, I, you know, in a regular season game, from this point on the field, there's no doubt I would like to see them muscle it in. But, no, I don't think they're going to run it here. The one thing that none of us want to see that we have kind of saw a little bit of up to this point in this game is penalties, right? So this is something, when you're down here on the one-yard line, fourth and goal, the last thing you want is a penalty. And last year and the years before, this is one of the things that the Giants need to get better at is inside this red zone and putting, putting, putting points on the board. And I'm talking six points, not three. 
And if you're the defense, by the way, you also have to be careful not to get called for a pass interference or illegal contact or defensive yeah. holding in the end zone because that will give the offense a fresh set of downs. A timeout on the field, by the way. And I don't know, you know, you don't know the play they're going to run here, but you know what typically is kind of one of the plays that guys are running in the NFL these days, those rub routes down here yeah. when it's on the one-yard line? Yeah, we've also seen them yeah. run a lot of fade routes, too, yeah. either back corner or back shoulder. We'll see if they go to that with either Kenny Galladay, who obviously is their big skyscraper, or somebody else. The politically co correct term is rub route, not pick. Oh, play. if you're a defensive coordinator, <laughs> you call pick. it a pick play. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're on the, we're, yes, exactly. Yes. It depends it, it, on what side it is, of the ball. It's not about being politically correct. Are you offense or are you defense? Is it a pick yeah. play or is it a yeah. rub route? Exactly. Bill Walsh would well, call it a rub route. This is. Uh, Bill Belichick would call it a pick play. <laughs> well, well, Paul, looks like you're going to get what you like here. It's well, more so. to my liking in terms of this formation. Let's yes. just put it that way. Play action pass. Not surprising. Jones to roll. Looks and squeezes it in there for the touchdown. Gets it in there to Andre Miller, the tight end, in very tight coverage. Nice throw and nice catch by the undrafted rookie out of Maine. Charlie alert. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no, my both, goodness. Both of you are on my list now. Yeah. Jeez. So Andre Miller, Andre Miller went in a little bit of short motion on that play to the left side Let's of the offensive line. Let's not give too many line. details on formation and motion, yep, please. You're, you're right. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Did a nice job of running his route. How about that? That was a good one. Nice play design <laughs> to find a way to make Miller get open on the play action pass, Jeff. Let me take a sip of my water. Maybe my brain will work a little bit better. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I just got to keep you out of trouble, brother. You know I, that. I understand. I don't want you to get a phone call yeah. from apparently head coach Joe Shane after the show about him not being happy oh, with That you. would be great if I did. If I could say, <laughs> hey, Coach Shane, how you doing? All right. So Dan Daniel Jones, 18 plays, 71 yards on the drive. He had big completions early on the Galladay for 13. And Barkley, 21 yards on a catch and run, John. All yes. Right. Well. And that was a little bit of a screen pass to Barkley on that play. And when you play against an aggressive defense, you can catch him in some of those blitzes and make some big plays that and way. And that was a play, by the way, that looked like Barkley from his rookie season. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did we did together our over-unders about that the passes for Saquon Barkley receiving yards and catches. I yep. think it's, a, it's showing you kind of what we're talking about this year. All right. No kickoff this time. The second-team offense will take over at their own 40-yard line. Tyrod Taylor, a little play-action pass, back to throw. Puts nice touch on it on a little flag route to Colin Johnson. Covered well that time in the secondary by Yusef Corker, who came over as a safety to help force the incompletion. Another guy that's having an outstanding camp. Um, a lot of talk about him with Dane Belton going out with that injury that he's got a chance to maybe come up and, you know, try to make this team. Also, Doing a nice better job. in addition to Andrew Adams as well. Mm -hmm. Coming back after mm -hmm. some time in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Second and 10, Tyrod Taylor again will take the snap. Hands it off up the middle. That's, I believe, Brightwell, who gets simulated tackle down at the 47-yard line for a gain of about seven. You guys have watched Brightwell. Now, this is his second year in Giants camp. He looks faster to me this year, John. Yeah, he looks a little spry. Looks a little lighter, I think. That, that may be yeah. why, Jeff. Yeah. That may be why. I remember he was, you mentioned, Jeff, he was lauded as a special teams guy. Wasn't used much on specials last year because he wasn't active a ton on mm -hmm. game day. Right, right. But that could be a role for him this year. Nice job out of that offensive lineman on that last run. Taylor to throw. Steps up in the pocket. Finds his receiver going across the middle. That's Richie James who gets it across the 50 down to the 47-yard line and the first down. 
Richie James has very quietly had a very good offseason, John. Coming over from San Francisco, had a knee injury which cost him his 2021 season. And then when he was released, the Giants were able to pick him up off the street. And he has really made a mark for himself here. We saw the first-team offense do this earlier, Paul. Second-team offense now, once they cross the 50, going into a little bit of a no-huddle here, pushing the tempo. But now we're getting a late substitution as they slow down. And now a timeout by the offense. Some confusion there on Only personnel. Only five seconds on the play clock. Yeah. Should point out that, and we talked about it before, uh, for the fans that are, are going to watch this, some of the highlights, it'll be up on the Giants' YouTube channel, by the way, tomorrow or late tonight. It's also going to be up on MSG tomorrow, too. You'll see those little helmets, those little pads on the helmets that the people in the front are wearing. They're called guardian caps. They're to reduce uh, the impact to the head during practice. They'll be worn up until the second preseason game. It's being done all around the NFL for player safety. So that's why you're seeing those on the field today. Tyrod Taylor takes the snap, flag, and it looks like we're going to have a procedural penalty on the offensive false starts. After confusion on the last play, followed by a false start, that's not going to make the offensive coaches happy. No, and I think it was, uh, it was the tight end, Allen. No, it was Azudu. You thought it was him? Yeah. Okay. Azudu, by the way, with Matt Gono being on the away from team list, uh, he's been getting a lot of snaps at left tackle, mm -hmm. as well as the starting team with guard when Shane Lemieux has played center when Feliciano was absent. So the rookie getting a lot of different action in different spots. Up the middle, that's Williams. He'll get taken down after a gain of about three. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Azuda's interesting. He played all four positions that weren't center in college. Mm -hmm. And mostly fact, left tackle and left guard. Multiple positions in individual games, too, John. They moved them around a lot. They did. And they'll have the opportunity here. Blitz. Taylor runs. Flag. That's going to be an offensive holding. Finds Colin Johnson wide open in the middle of the field. All the way down to the 27-yard line. But that's going to come back with what looks like a hold. Listen, guys. You know, what? I guess there's a good and a bad to this, okay? Number one is that you know that Wink Martindale's off defense likes to blitz. The good thing about this is that the offense is going to be able to pick, try, you know, as they practice against a squad like this during the regular season when games when teams are blitzing, they're going to have they're going to have a lot of experience of picking up stuff up. Yeah, you know, Jeff, this is something Daniel I, Daniel Jones and Brian Dable have talked about a little bit when they've talked about how this offense requires the receivers and quarterbacks to be on the same page. All the different looks the defense gives certainly gives them different looks to try to get on the same page in these practices. It's tough. It really is. It kind of gives you, gets you a little excited about what you're about ready to see with Wink Martindale's defense this year. Low snap. Taylor picks it up off the another. ground. Another flag in the backfield. Taylor looking deep. He just heaves it up. Slayton in one-on-one. -on -one. Coverage that time with Gavin Heslop. He knocks it away, but it looks like we're going to have a pass interference penalty on the defense. 
And it looks like we have an injury in the backfield there. Down on the ground, there's rookie Marcus McKeithen being looked at by the trainers. And I think to double his pain, he was called for the hold in the backfield when he went down as well. And then there was another flag on the near sideline. And, and the far sideline. Yeah, then another flag down by the 10-yard line in addition to the one at the 45 in front of the Giants bench. So there were four flags thrown on the field during that play, John. Yeah, Brian Dable coming out now. A couple of the offensive players taking a knee, and they've brought the card out almost immediately for McKeithen. So we're obviously not going to take any guesses or or gather what the injury is. But obviously whenever you see the... The car come out or offensive players take a knee, that's, that, that's usually not a great indication. And the entire offensive line now coming out to the blue 35 to take a look at McKeith and to express their support for this young rookie. A two-time honorable mention, all-ACC right guard out of North Carolina with an 86-inch wingspan. And you know oh, as well as geez. I do, John, that is a very, very sweet number. They talk about tackles, you know, having anywhere between 82, 83-ish. But this guy is a very big man who has a frame that's off the charts. Yeah, he hopped his way into the passenger seat in the cart. So he'll be taken off the field there um, as one leg is up on the back of the cart there as uh, McKeithen gets brought off the field. He gets a nice ovation from yeah. the crowd here. Oh, hope Never want to see that. Hope he's okay. It's, you know, there's and, things. And the Giants have avoided, for the most part, injuries like that so far over the course of camp. But we still got to wait to see what the final word is on the potential injury to Matt Gono, too, who we're still kind of awaiting word on. And, you know, when you look at the way the ebb and flow of this game goes, you know, after the ball is either handed off and they're stud, they call it, then guys kind of stop. But, you know, the offensive linemen and defensive line, they're engaged. They're just not going to let up. So, that you know, this is football. And so you can't yeah. call the whistle, you know, so they're engaged in, a, in competition and things happen. And then in the meantime, they're only going to count the pass interference penalty downfield, so it's first down at the plus 15. Run up the middle, stopped after a gain of about two. Defense never catches a break, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. Yeah. Uh, you got, I, I think you're right. <laughs> Gain of only one. They'll give him one on that, so it'll be second and nine. That was Brightwell, and I think it's going to be very interesting for me to see exactly how they use him down here in the red zone. And ball in the red zone now at the 14. Second and nine. Tyrod Taylor in the second team offense going to work. Taylor takes the snap, back to throw, looks left, holds it, throws it over the head of Darius Slayton, covered by Heslop. They're flag on the play. I think this is going to be defensive holding. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's in the middle of that defensive formation, and they will call that defensive holding. It'll be an automatic first down. And again, the problem for us here in the booth, we don't have the referees mic'd up, and they're not showing us replays on the monitor so we cannot get a look at where that penalty may have occurred. Correct. Tell you, uh, Jordan Akins, number 88, was in the ball game. He was open in the middle of the field. And so they're going to call it first and nine. First and goal to nine. Right. Taylor, the throw, looks left. Johnson in the flat. He's tackled at the five-yard line. I would say that uh, Johnson is, is his favorite receiver of the evening. Yeah, him or Slayton. He's been <laughs> yep. going to both yep. of them. Well, and Colin we'll Johnson got some reps with the ones, too, as well. Yeah, it just absolutely. shows you how well he's playing. Well, he's a big receiver. Uh, you, know, you look at both of them, he reminds you of Galladay a lot because they both yeah. that, that, they have that same frame. 
Second and goal at the four. Going no huddle again. Taylor hands it off. Up the middle, that's Williams. Tries to cut it outside, no room. And he's going to lose a yard back to the five. See the way Corker got in to kind of help blow that up? Yeah, big guy. Hey, listen, you know, a lot of times these, these, these scrimmages and even their preseason games, you know, these are, these are plays they practice, you know. So I, I just don't, you know, a lot of the stuff that still has not been rolled out on these offense or defenses because you want to wait till the regular season. But it is a pretty exciting to see some of the things that are being called down here in the red zone. That was our first negative running play from scrimmage that we've seen tonight. Yeah. Good surge off the line of scrimmage by this offensive line. Taylor gets the snap, looks left, looks back shoulder to Slayton, incomplete. Heslop on the cover. They've been going after Heslop a lot, and he's, for the most part, has fared pretty well, except for that defensive pass interference penalty. And you just talked about Corker. He came on a, on a blitz on that play there, so we're seeing a lot of blitzes out of these corners, safeties, coming from all over the place. So it'll be fourth and goal from the five. They'll go for it here. We've seen the first-team defense get a stop in this position. And we've seen the 13 defense give up a touchdown in this position. Nice. So we'll see where we go here. Taylor, play action, a lot of movement. Outside, wide open is James to the pylon for the touchdown. Nice play. Very nice play. A little play action, as John called it. And then there was just a little swing pass out to the... To the side, it was for a touchdown. That was a good play call on that, fourth down. That is one of those play designs that you get excited about with Kafka and Dable without giving you exactly how they worked it. <laughs> yes. That is going to very careful there. create an opening for a receiver. for an e <laughs> And that was an easy pass and an easy score yep. because catch. of some of the things they did pre-snap and then post-snap to get the receiver wide open. Right. Ten plays, 60 yards on the drive. They did credit the offense with a 44-yard defensive pass interference gain, which was a very big play yeah. uh, to help them get down there. There was also an offensive hold on that play that they disregarded. Correct. So, to be fair, two of them, the defense will, uh, will no doubt notate those things when they see those tapes uh, tomorrow. Yes. So it looks like uh, Brian Dable is on the field. Looks like he's looking at his... Or talking to somebody upstairs, trying to figure out what they want to do. This will be the this will be the third team, right, John? Yep, this will be the third Davis team. Davis Webb is coming you out. Got it. So, and so far, Paul, we have a field goal that was orchestrated by the third team offense. Yes. We have a first team offense get stopped in the red zone. Their second drive, they got into the red zone. The first team offense scored, and now the second team offense just got a score after going. I believe they went three and out on their first drive, if I'm not mistaken. Um, take it he might have gotten one first down to get it out, out, of, out of the uh, out of inside the 10, but they didn't get much further than that. Correct. Now they had an eight-yard run, a sack, an eight-yard completion, an incompletion, and a punt. So yeah. they did not get a first down. Correct. Because of the sack. I remember they did a complete that pass. So is this the second or third round for the third teamers? Second guys? round for the third team. Second round. They, they, the got third a, they, okay. they created the field goal yep. the first time around. Okay, so Brian Dable has got the offense and the defense in a huddle. He's talking to him about something. He's probably setting up a specific situation. He could be like Which we're not gonna know. Yeah. Until in a couple seconds. We do know that it looks like they're going to start the drive on the 45-yard line where the referees are standing. And they'll flip the field again, so they'll be going left to right. 
So they're on the, okay, they're on the plus 45 here going in. And Davis Webb is the quarterback. Yep, first and 10 at the 45 here for the Giants' third-team offense, getting their second drive. Again, they managed to lead themselves down inside the red zone, and they got a field goal on their first drive. Handoff inside. That's Corbin. Cuts back to the right. Eventually tackled after a gain of about six. One thing I don't understand, Davis Webb, is wearing a visor. In fact, in all my years, my 40 years of covering this team, I've never seen a Giants quarterback wear a visor, either at practice or in a game. He was wearing that the other day at practice and has it tonight. Tinted I, red, by the way. And i got to be honest with you, John, it's not exactly very bright out here. No, it's overcast and it's nighttime. So, no, it's not I'm, very I'm bright. not understanding that. Ooh, that time the running back kind of gets twisted down there. Oh, and so, I know what, I, yeah. no, what I was just Brian Dable yeah, said. I was just going to bring it up. He said we're tackling to the ground on yeah. this possession because yeah. Corbin just got tackled right to the ground. He kind of got twisted down, too, well, the, actually. The play previously, I saw the tackle, the really good hit. I can't remember who it was, but I was like, okay, this might be the sense where we're, he, Coach Dable was talking about, hey, guys, let's protect each other. We're going to go yeah. live here, be smart. That's, you know, I'm guessing that's exactly what he was and saying. I think, was that Cam Brown on that hit? Yes, Cam Brown, 47. Third and five at the 40. Webb sends someone a motion. Play action. Looking right for Doss. Makes the catch. He got behind the defensive back. He beat Evans off the line. I thought Evans might have gotten his hand in there late to deflect it, but Doss came up with the pass over the top. Really a nice play by Davis Webb. He just, it looks like he just did a little finger throw, almost like an Aaron Rodgers throw right there. It was just like, whoop. Very Beautiful nice toss. And yeah. I believe that's a gain of 29, yes, right, sir. Paul? Yes, sir. And it's tough for Evans because Evans had played very well earlier in throws in his vicinity, and that time he just got beat by a great pass and a nice catch. Yeah, on the re that was one of those plays where he lost on the release because he won right off the line of scrimmage. Nice release that time by Doss. So red zone now, first and goal at the 11. Webb quick pass left. Bottled up nicely. I believe that was Cam Brown again on that tackle. And then we have a late flag coming in. There's Austin Pearl on the catch. And I believe they're calling it <laughs> offensive pass interference, which means somebody got out in front of that wide receiver screen and blocked a little bit early. So let's see where they'll mark this one. They're going to bring it back five. No, they will bring it back ten. They'll go the full well, ten they should. yards. It's OPI. Again, I... I you know, but they might, might have kept it in the red zone, John. You know, with the right. situations, they may have wanted to keep it inside well, the 20, but they will not. Now they'll be on the fringe of the red zone, which is another situation that they, I believe their fringe red zone was the third day of practice. Yeah, he identified yes. it. Situation, if I recall properly. And again, Cam Brown again was around the ball in that play. He's had a couple nice plays on this possession. Webb hands it off. Corbin, nice cutback that time. Eventually tackle in the middle of the field. Great run. That time, Calitro gets him down at around the 11-yard line. People got to be aware of Corbin. Played three and a half years at Florida State and averaged five and a half yards a carry. Now, he was never a bell cow for them because they used to use a lot of rotational backs. Yeah, but when he was in there. games, <laughs> he showed some quickness and some jukeability. I think the Giants were really happy to get him as a free agent. 
undrafted. Yeah, a lot of people thought he would be drafted late in that draft. Well, this whole group of threes is a lot of undrafted free agents trying out here to try to make the team in somehow, some way. Webb again. Oh, bad snap. Bad snap, and they'll just blow that play dead there at the 15-yard line. Let's see if they re-rack that, or they're not. They're going to make it third down, so it'll be now <laughs> like the term, third and 14. <laughs> We've certainly seen a re-rack yard line, yes. before. That'll be third and 14 at the 15-yard line here. Giants 13 not helping themselves with these penalties, and you're in these confined areas. You get into third and long, it gets very, very difficult. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is definitely going to be something that Coach Dable will talk about as far as penalties. And you'd like to have the referees out of practice, and they do. That's Garrett McGinn, by the way, centering for Davis Webb on this possession, John. That was a better one. Normally a tackle. Webb looking right, jump ball for Doss, knocked away and intercepted. Evans with the deflection, picked off, coming the other way. I believe that's Corker with the football. Indeed it is. Cuts back out of bounds at the 45-yard line. <laughs> There's your uh, number 21. I'm surprised you called him Corker. Well, he was the... <laughs> On the run back, he wouldn't turn so I could see the darn number. I could just tell by the body type. He looks... And I said this to Jeff the other day, Paul, <laughs> and we'll talk more about Corker, but he's built just like Landon Collins. Yes. Where's his number two? Yes, he is. That's exactly why I said it, because John reminded me, he's like, man, I, I see that, I see him. It just look, reminds me of Landon Collins. But again, Corker's going to get credit for the pick there, but that's Evans, yeah. who made a great play on the jump ball. On Doss. Yeah. Looking for Doss, exactly. By the way, Evans, his name was used a lot on this last series of, of uh, plays. Done a nice job in there. Yeah, and Corker's one of those guys, a lot of people projected him as a, a sixth or even a fifth-round pick, some people in the draft. And Out of Kentucky. He ended up being a free agent, and the Giants were very happy to get him. Had only three interceptions during his four years with the Wildcats, but certainly showed good hands off of that deflection there. That is our first turnover, either fumble or interception of the night. Well, you like to see that. I mean, obviously, that's kind of another point of emphasis in all of these scrimmages is ball possession. Well, and you talk about the same. Brian Dable now having a discussion with the second units that are now out there, so we'll see if they end up tackling to the ground as well. We'll see what this conversation is about. Uh, you mentioned Corker. The safety position, which last year I thought was one of the deepest positions on the team, now not so much. Yeah. After Julian Love and Xavier McKinney, with Dane Belton out, uh, Andrew Adams, the recent addition, just not a ton of experienced depth right. behind those first two and safeties. I think you hit the nail on the head, experienced depth. That's the thing you got to look at, because there's certainly a little youth behind there, but not the experience that you would like. And remember, Jaron Williams, who was here yeah. last year yeah. and had played some safety and some corner, uh, was released after uh, injury issue, mm -hmm. issue last week. So he is no longer available to compete for that spot. And that's when they signed Adams to replace Correct. him. Right. Yeah, Adams, Adams brings a lot of experience there. The guy that's kind of grown up before our eyes when you think about it. Man, just the other day he was a rookie. Did he win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay? Yes, Adams. he did. He did, right? All right, so first play with the second group here. Ball at the 45-yard line, just like the third group started. 35-yard line, but that's okay. Me. Close enough. First and 10. <laughs> within, within 10 yards. First and 10 for the Giants. Taylor heads it off. Running left is Breda, and there. he just gets pushed out of bounds. No gain at the third. Maybe they'll give him one down to the 34. Andrew Adams. And the guy we just talked about. His ears were burning. Totally stretched that play out and gave Breda no room to turn the corner. 
Oh, they'll give him two on that. That's very generous. But they'll call it second and nine on the scoreboard. Based on that look, it didn't look like that they'll be tackling to the ground yeah, here. Yeah, it did not. But we'll see here on play number two. Second and nine from the 34. Taylor. Play action. Little comeback route. Completes it to Bachman. Turns it upfield. And they're going to call that a broken tackle. Yeah, so, I mean, normally they would have called him down. So yeah, that's why I was surprised. Maybe they are tackling. So maybe they are tackling yeah. to the ground then. Because it, yeah, he was definitely wrapped up by the defensive back. Yeah, now Heslop he gets just fell off of his back. Yeah, Bachman ducked and Heslop rolled mm -hmm. over him. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They get it all the way down to the 11, and they're going no huddle. 22-yard gain. Taylor from the 11, back to throw, looks left, flag, proll across the middle, and the ball's knocked away in strip. Back the other way comes the defense, scooping it and running the other way, cuts it back, trying to get back. Tyrod Taylor would have made that play, scooped up by the safety, Drod Wilson. I did not see who had the strip Jaquette. on that. It was Jaquette with the strip. Thank you, Paul. Just outside the goal line. Now, there was a flag in the backfield that yep. looked like some type of holding against the left side of the offensive line. Well, it's going to be a turnover. Um, Second turnover on consecutive possessions for the defense. And Austin Pro, who makes the catch down there, running for the end zone, and is going to go and really go in between two defenders. And got to understand, you got to cover the football up when you're heading that way. And certainly that is a... That is an offensive sin right there. A turnover in the red zone like that, you do not want to see that happen anytime. I always like to make Jeff feel old, so Jeff did play with Austin Prohl's dad. Yes, I did. <laughs> Who, by the way, was one of my favorite players. He was really good. Oh, and, and a very good <laughs> player, too. What was yeah. his first name, Jeff? Ricky. Very good. Yeah, there we go. Prohl, very very good. good. John will never ask me that if I, if did you play with Jeff Eagles, and he was never going to say Ricky Prohl's, right? I'll get that one yes, in a minute. Yes, I, so. I would hope. Although, just give me a couple weeks. I might forget about it. <laughs> Jeff has a lot going on. <laughs> so they're going to give the third team the ball here. They're getting him another shot. Okay. It'll be first and 10 from the 15-yard line. See, they didn't give the White any points for those two straight takeaways, Paul. So I'm not even, I don't know what the, I'm not even talking I'm about the score because it's useless. Yeah. That's I why, can't even figure it out now. So for the fans, that's why I haven't mentioned it because. It's hard for them to win. I, yeah. <laughs> If you don't get points for takeaways, I'm not sure what we're doing here. So in terms of points. So I wouldn't even worry about that. Webb hands it off. Nice play by Quincy Roche. Brightwell runs left, tripped up by Roche after a gain of about three. Former Hurricane. Yes, sir. One of Jeff's favorites. We got a couple on the team. It'll be second and seven from the 12 here for the third team. And it looks like they are tackling to the ground again, by the way. Ellerson, on this possession. Ellerson Smith a little bit here on defense now. He's had a couple good moments during team drills in practice this summer. Handoff, Platzgummer tackled very quickly. That time it was Jalen Holmes near the line of scrimmage after a gain of about two. They'll give him three, third and four. And that was not a tackle to the ground situation here. That was just a tap. So Kind of a, yeah. 
So it'll be third and five now from the 10-yard line. They do only give him two on the play. I was right initially. Davis Webb uh, orchestrating his third drive of the night. Yep. Trying to get the ball into the end zone for the first time. He did lead one field goal, then you had the takeaway on the previous possession. Webb rolls left, looks into the end oh, zone, nice knocked play. away nicely. Really nice play in the end zone that time, knocking it Gilbert. away. That's number 38, Gilbert. Zion Gilbert, the cornerback, six foot, 193 pounds out of Florida Atlantic. Nice play to get his hand on the football. Really nice play. Gilbert last year in his fifth season of college ball had 12 passes defensed, only two interceptions in 12 games, but really showed terrific ball skills on that pass, which was intended in the left corner for number 81, Alex Bachman. Got his head around in the man-on-man -man situation, which is tough to do. Webb, fourth and five now, back to throw. Blitz off the edge, Rochet puts pressure. Mm. Webb overthrows Doss on the little corner fade there, incomplete. Really nice job out of Quincy Rochet off of what would be the quarterback's right-hand side. Put a little pressure on Davis Webb, and he overthrew the receiver, Doss, in the corner of the end zone. And he knows it, was too. Open. Yeah. Webb was very upset with himself. Hands mm -hmm. on his hips after he threw the ball. He good, knew it. Good bend by Roche again. He went on the edge, and he got that angle with that ankle flexion, what the scouts talk about, and got to the quarterback. Yeah, and he, I think we're done here, folks. I think they're going out the stretch. Which is a bit earlier than we expected. We, yeah, we thought we might go to 8.30 here. At least to late 15 is what I was told. And one of the things that Coach Dable wanted out of his third-team defense was to give them one-third of their snaps with real tackling. And we did see a small percentage of real tackling drills during these offensive series. Well, you know, Kadarius Tony just ran in and fake-tackled somebody stretching. I don't know who. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he saw that ball. I don't know what he was doing, but he was having fun with it, whatever he was doing. Well, you know what? Part of, part of training camp is you got to have a little bit of fun out here because if you don't, it's going to drive you crazy. And I think that these guys, uh, the camaraderie that, that the teammates have here, it's, it's a great experience oh. for these guys. And well, Jeff, I'm going to leave the floor to you here because as they stretch on the left side of the field, Graham Gano is setting up for field goal. So I'm going to let you do some play-by-play well, -play here on Gano. <laughs> well, this one from 33 yards out. He, he only got one kick in the, in the scrimmage. So they're gonna, the specialists are going to go out there and get a couple of their kicks. And I almost think this is a little bit more for Casey Kreider than it is for Graham Gano because he only got one snap and he bounced it back there, if you remember. So... These guys are close. They're going to want to go out and get as much work as they can in right now. And by the way, they're in the stadium. Take advantage of all the kicks you can. That's what they're doing right now. So they're just lined up while the rest of the team is stretching. Graham Gano is sitting here just stroking 33-yard field goals right through like it's nothing. Um, but they're just working on their timing just like anybody else. This is exactly what a wide receiver and a, and a quarterback would do if they're on the 20-yard line running routes into the end zone. Just another, get, sh another short one, Jeff. This one yep, from 33 as well. He's just sitting right here, and they're just he's just – this is just reps, and I think that Casey's wanting to get that bad snap out of the, out of his uh, out of his head here, and knowing that he can still do this, he's a good one. Um, but the more these guys can work together, the better they're going to get. And like I said earlier, Jamie Gillian is a new holder for Graham Gano, so you can't get enough of this for these guys. So, well, I think one thing that Coach Dable and his staff will be talking about in the meeting rooms is penalties and as we all know we talk about it all the time that penalties lose your games and it's all about discipline and those are the things you have to work on early in camp to get better when you go into the regular season because especially when you're in the red zone and you get penalties 
your play calling gets different, everything changes. So they would definitely make a note of that. Hopefully everybody came out of the scrimmage healthy. We saw one, one injury earlier, and we wish the best for Marcus McKeithen, right? Is that who yep. that's? Yep. So hopefully he can be okay. And because, you know, really, John, when you, when you come out of these scrimmages or preseason games, it's the first thing you look at is how healthy everybody is. That's important. Yep. And Gano just hit all three of his chip shots, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so. that's just, I mean, that's, that's, you might as well just not even kick the thing and give them three points and call it automatic. Well, let's see if they do some deeper ones here. No, nope, they're, they're, they're high-five, and I think they're done. Again, I think, that, I think that was more like, hey, let's get a couple more reps, uh, and, you know, Casey can get it out of his uh, head that he had bounced one back there, but he'll be fine. All right, so we're going to wrap here in about two minutes, guys. Uh, final thoughts before we say goodbye on what we saw tonight. Jeff, how about you? Again, like I said, I think the number one, trying to come out of this healthy as you can. Number two, execution, penalties. you got to look at that kind of stuff. And it's, it was a great chance for some of these younger guys to come out and do what they can, especially the second and third teamers, the guys that are backing up the starters. Uh, not a lot of special team stuff, but I will tell you that's what the preseason games are going to be about, more about special teams play. Give you a quick recap on how each of these teams did. First team offense uh, turned it over on a fourth down situation. Then with Jones at the controls for and his we, second and we time. And you turnover on downs. It wasn't like an interception. Right, yeah. I'm just making Correct. sure that fans understand that. 71-yard touchdown drive on Jones's second orchestration. He was 8 of 11 for 67 yards. Uh, those were his only two drives of the night. Second team offense uh, stopped on a punt, then had a 60-yard touchdown drive, and then turned it over on a fumble. That was with Tyrod Taylor orchestrating the offense. Third team offense with Daniel uh, uh, Davis-Webb. 30-yard field goal, uh, had the interception off a deflection as Corker picked it off, and then turned it over on downs. That is the result of what we saw tonight after eight different offensive drives, the blue against the white. All right, so you heard what we talked about tonight. If you want to see what we talked about tonight, go to the Giants' YouTube channel or go to MSG tomorrow. They'll have some video and some highlights and stuff of what happened tonight. Make sure you go check that out. Giants are off tomorrow. We will have a practice on Sunday, so go to Giants.com for all our coverage of that. Then on Monday, Paul and I will be live during practice, talking about what's going on at practice on Monday morning. So it should be a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us on this special yeah, Friday night edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live. For Paul Dottino, for Jeff Fiegels, I'm John Schmelk. We had fun. Hope you did too. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday at 2 o'clock. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.